Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We here at the Fumbling Four Network take mental health very serious. If you or someone you know is having thoughts of suicide, please reach out to the National Suicide Prevention Hotline at 1-800-273-8255. If you don't like talking on the phone, you can text or start an online chat. Once again, the number is 1-800-273-8255. And welcome back to the Call of Cthulhu Mythos Mysteries. I'm your keeper, Travis, and we're going to be introducing some of our players. Not all of our players. One of them is MIA, somewhere in a ditch, cold Indiana winter. (laughs) We're going to start with Michelle, and you guys are going to introduce yourselves, your character, and just a little snippet snippet of your character, Uh, something we we have a you know something a little bit of a backstory something just we don't know yet something that kind of inspires you with this character. Then I just sprung it on you, so good luck. Uh, yeah, thanks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm Michelle. I'm playing Claire Connor. She's Claire a librarian slash tinker. Um, oh shoot, I gotta think of her backstory. I don't remember. She's a person. Backstory over. <laughs> she, she does not like snakes. Oh, hey, okay. Terrified of snakes. That's something um, we didn't know. She has a compulsion for stealing books. Stealing books. books. That's why she's a librarian. Yeah, if you got an interesting book and it disappears, most likely she took it. She's a kleptomaniac for books. Just for books. Ah, uh, it's good to know. Daniel. Um, Daniel, I play the archaeologist known as Texas Powers, and Texas carries a memento of his departed sister. What is it? Why does one steal? It's not a book. As long as it's not uh, I think no one's going to care. No. Oh, <laughs> God, stop it. <laughs> it's pretty dark there, Michelle. <laughs> no, not dark. Gross. Oh, no, That's... my step Texas. <laughs> All right, you guys are getting too gross. It's mostly Michelle <laughs> and Aaron. All right. Uh, Ariel. 
Um, Ariel, I play the secretary, Ruth Elwood, and she is afraid of witches. Oh, we're going to Salem. Afraid of witches. (laughs) All right. She's afraid of witches. Hi, I'm Aaron, and I play a lot of people. Uh, Namely, though, Norman Weston, FBI agent. Hi, Aaron. Hi. This is my first time at an AA meeting. Norm- uh, Norman Weston. <laughs> uh, Norman Weston. Uh, interesting and fact. Won't be your last. Norman Weston. It won't be, oh, goddamn. So, interesting fact about Norman Weston. He and all of his personalities are developed from something tragic that's happened in his past. From the age of six and up. Hmm. All right. Poor traumatic six-year-old. Real quick rundown. Our uh, investigators found their way into Innsmouth, um, where Clara was handcuffed to a nearly decapitated police officer in the middle of the road. Um, They were... Exploring, I guess you could say exploring Innsmouth, um, encountered some hybrid deep ones, dispatched one of them. The other one was very upset because it was a father and son, um, made their way to Gaston's cafe, met Mr. Tariffson, the pawn shop owner. They also kind of learned that. There is different factions in this town, in Innsmouth. Um, one of the, one of the factions, lovingly called the Bastards, that everyone seems to hate. Um, they were kicked out of the the diner just as it was being closed, and they're left out in the middle of the street, in front of a hotel where they were. Mister Tariffson told them they should seek shelter. Um. And Tariffson also told the group he's got to, you know, they're welcome to visit his pawn shop. But after midnight, he kind of opens up a back room for certain people. The hotel is dilapidated. It looks like shit. There are some candles being lit in the windows. It's roughly 930, 945 in the evening. And I'm going to leave it to you jerks. So, like, are we going to the hostel? Change back into your other personality. I don't know what you mean by that. Bruh. I'm a girl. Sister. No offense, bruh. Oh my god. <laughs> Would he be really that much of a hipster back in the 20s? He, he is now. Finish? Fuck it. <laughs> the OG hipster. Sure. Sure. Lindsay. Are you in there? You're at least funny. I don't know who Lindsay is, but I think I'm pretty chill. Norman? Don't know who Norman is either. Is he as handsome as I am? I'm turning away from him at this point. Um, I'm going to pull a yellow handkerchief out of my pocket. No. <laughs> I tried. You gotta sneeze, bruh. 
that's it. So we need to figure out our next move. I'm looking at Texas. We need to figure out our next move. Well, we do got the hotel here, and we were going to go visit that pawn shop. We're going to go together, though, right? Be quiet, please. Let's let the adults handle this. I don't like being alone. I know we were going to go do those things, but we need to figure out how to get out of here. You still going to help me take down Henry? If I'm able to. Who's Henry? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, just to the north of you, to the north of this party, standing in the middle of the road talking, um, you'll hear just real in the in the background in the distance. You hear like tires squealing and gunshots. Just that it's it's nowhere near you. You hear gunshots and you hear people screaming back and forth and more gunshots. And you can tell this car is just driving away very quickly. Let's get to the hotel. Good thing it's right across the street. Are they filming a movie? I'm gonna go. I suggest you just write your questions down if you have any. <laughs> how is the how how is this new personality from the future? <laughs> Movies are a thing in the 1920s. Silent movies. 30s. 30s. Yeah, but, that's the yeah. one. I guess, bruh, <laughs> bruh. That's why I asked if a hipster. Don't ask. Around. Don't ask. At least it makes sense in D&D with Chaz, but... But just make it work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. I found a dictionary from the future. <laughs> All right. So what are you doing? Uh, Go into the hotel. All right. So the five of you, you know, you're making your way across the street. You notice that... If Finn is just, he's just dead silent. His eyes are kind of big and wild. Um, he's, it's just the stress of the situation is getting to him. He did a lot of coke. What's coke? <sighs> Heroin. <laughs> All right. There's With that, you make, it, you, you make it, you make it to the... <laughs> Oh, damn it. I need to hit him upside the head really hard. Uh, <laughs> I'll allow it. <laughs> Find a big ass rock. <laughs> All right, you guys make it to the front doors of the Gilman House Hotel. Um, the place looks dilapidated. It, it, you're not sure if anybody should even be in it, let alone staying in it. The wind, some of the windows have been busted out. Others have been boarded up and it's just like every other, every other major building along here. It's everything's been though. It, it looks all of Innsmouth that you've seen so far is run down. Uh, you go into the lobby and it's just the odor of damp and mold hits you. Um, the lobby at one point was, was nice. Uh, at one point, the uh, there's a few large cushioned chairs next to a dis- just partially destroyed fireplace, and there one of them's growing mold on it. Um, there's a few candles lit, and there's a front desk. Guess I'm gonna head up to the front desk. 
Same. Me too. Who are we bunking with? Not me. I suggest we're probably staying together. What? Well, yeah, the boys could have a room and the girls could have a room. I mean, yeah. try to get it to get, you know, next to each other. Hopefully. Yeah, totally. You, you mean? I'm going to need more rocks. <laughs> <laughs> is there like a bell or anything? Like, cause we, uh, we don't yeah, see there any. is. There's a bell. There's a bell there. It's it's starting to rust, but it, you, you think you could probably use it. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll hit it once. Hopefully it dings. Ding. Yes. So there you go. Insert sound effect. Ariel for in the future. <laughs> um, so you, you ring the bell and you hear some shuffling behind. There's a doorway with curtains and a man, so to speak, kind of comes shuffling in and he's got that look. He's got that Innsmouth look that you're starting to recognize. Um, large drawn down eyes and his mouth is it's just over overdrawn and his skin is kind of sloughy is the best the best way to put it and he but he's got a very nice suit on um and he approaches the front and looks the five of you up and down and how can i help you this evening i think we'll be needing a couple rooms for the night a couple Hopefully, of uh, side by side. Well, we can do adjoining rooms, but it depends on if you want windows or not. I need the windows. You need rooms with the windows, all right. Uh, I'm just taking. I've got two adjoining rooms, but it'll be three total beds. And he pulls out a ledger and slides it around and he cracks it open and you can tell this this ledger book has not been opened in a while some of the pages are just they've stuck together um and he pulls out a a little jar of ink and a pen i will need names and uh, names for you all to check in so uh my my character has his hand over his hands over his face to make it look like a mask. <laughs> what are you doing back there? He has mask compulsion, so if he doesn't have a mask on for a long period of time, he he likes masks. Are you like a child and trying to hide your face? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you he you've got your hands over your face and you're at yeah. the front desk. <clears throat> he's gonna, right, he's gonna and- look at the guy and go. I don't, uh, I don't want to sign it. And he's going to see your hands and your fingers that have been stained black. And he, you see him shudder a little bit. Uh, you'll, it's a noticeable shudder. And he grabs the ledger book and he's like in a hold of it. He's gripping it and he closes it. And he's going to slide it back and put it under the counter. And he takes the bell and he slides it back and puts it under the counter. Anything that's not like nailed down to the counter, he's just taking it and putting it back underneath the counter. How many, how many rooms? How many rooms? I have two, two, two adjoining rooms. rooms with three beds total. And Texas is us. just saying two. Yes. All right. 
All right. And your compatriot over there. And you look and Finn is just, he's, he sat down in one of the large cushion straight back chairs and he's, he looks like he is in shock. I think every you, you get the idea. Everything he's encountered since the plane crash and ending up in Innsmouth has just gotten to him. Will will your compatriot be staying with you this evening, or will he only be enjoying our lobby? He'll be staying with us tonight, without taking his eyes off of Aaron's character. Aaron, um, he is reaching back, and you see him reaching back along the mailboxes and he grabs two sets of keys and he pulls them in front of him and he's looking at them and he realizes they're not adjoining rooms and he slides them under the counter and he does this maybe two more times until he finds he just brings out up the handfuls of keys and he sets them down and he finds adjoining rooms these are adjoining rooms only one of them has windows still they're on the third floor And Don't he sets them down. <laughs> Don't you speak. I'm going to go help uh, Finn up to t- help him go to the room. Okay. In Finn's left hand, he is, he's like got a death grip on a, on a map, on the map from the train station still. And he's just kind of, he's in shock and he keeps reaching into his coat for something. Yeah, I'm just gonna like take him I guess under the right arm, you know, and just lead yeah. him to the room. Okay. So who's grabbing the keys? Well, I'll wait till he's got them on the counter. They're on the counter. Yes. I'm not gonna have him hand them to me. I'm gonna no. I'll grab them. Okay, when you go to grab them, he notices your hands. And they have black stains. The fingers are stained black, and it's it's kind of creeping up onto the palm. And when he, you reach your hand out to grab the keys, he steps back, and he like he just steps. He's stepping back and just back right up against right up against the uh, the wall behind him with the mail the mail slots are all empty, and you see him. He's he's um. There'll be no charge, but please stay in your rooms. Do not disturb anyone else here this evening. So I'm gonna pull my hands away from my face, look at Texas, and go. Did you? Did you fart? I told you you shouldn't speak. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just gonna head up the stairs. Okay. So you're going up the stairs and. The second floor that the window is the, the window, the door of the second floor is it's gone. It's just completely gone. And you can see down the hallway and some of the doors for these rooms are laying in the hallway um, at the far end, the hall of that hall where there should be windows. They're boarded up completely. Should I like go ask the guy if our rooms have doors to me? If not, we don't need the keys. Suggest you see us see the room first. Well, I mean, I don't want us to have to walk all the way up there and there not be doors. Why don't you just stay down here in the lobby then? I won't do that. I'll be alone. I don't like it down here. <laughs> so you better make a choice real fast. Hey, Clara. Yeah. Can I see that handkerchief? Sure, here you go. Thank you. Can you take Finn for me, please? <laughs> <laughs> 
Sure. I'm going up to Aaron's character. Punch him. And I'm going to tie the handkerchief around his mouth. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to allow her to do it? (laughs) Yeah, because I think it's a new mask. There, this is a sweet. This is a pretty mask for you. Looks very okay, good so, on you. Looks pretty sweet, huh? <laughs> you guys make it to the third floor, and the this the hallway here, the main hallway in the third floor, looks like it's in better condition than the second floor. Um, as you're going, yeah, the the rooms on the right, some of these doors have been boarded over, and there's a couple with canvas tarps hanging over the doors. Do I look like a bank robber? I'm just going to <laughs> okay. wherever our room is. Um, your rooms are at the far end of the hallway. They're the last two on the left, and they are adjoining rooms, and they do have doors. So I'll um, open up both doors. You'll open both doors? Yeah, because that way okay. when we open both, you'll we'll be able to see which one has the windows, because I don't know who wants okay. what. <laughs> All right. So the uh, the room at the far end has functioning windows that have not been shattered out, but it's got one king-size bed. The room directly next to it, the windows have been shattered, and they're boarded up, and then there's been a canvas tarp placed over it also to try and keep the wind out, and that room has two very small twin-size bunks. There is a, like a lounge a smaller couch in that room. The room with the king-size bed has two larger, like, cushioned chairs and a larger couch. Um, There are candles in this room to be lit, but that is it. I'm gonna take Finn to the couch. Well, then there are, like, basically a couch in each room. No, the room with the the uh well the room with the two smaller twin size cot beds has a it's smaller it's like a love seat what you would okay. consider a love seat yeah so you're taking him to the king size bedroom yeah i'll take him to the couch couch and kind of lay him down okay so you're laying him down and his he's almost he's kind of shaking now he's in shock um see something in his head just clicked um, and his hand comes out of his coat pocket and he's got a hold of roll of uh, undeveloped roll of film. So in one hand, he's got a map that he's got a grip on and the other hand, he's got an undeveloped roll of film. I'm going to try and get the map from him. Like, like just pry his hands open. I'm not going to be like, okay. trying yeah. to like move his hand everywhere. I'm just going to try and open up his hand. Okay. Yep. Say so he is his, 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 wh- when you're doing that, his hand, he's not hes not struggling against you to do it. Yeah, so I'll just take the map, because <gasps> I know that the map's from the train station, or it looks like it's what he grabbed from the train station or whatever. Yeah, so, okay, so you have the map of Innsmouth. It is torn, it's, it's shredded. Daniel's got a copy of it right there. Okay, sorry. Continue. I'm going to grab the film. Okay, this is going to be a harder struggle. Um, it's not, you know, you're not fighting him, but just do just a real simple strength check. 11 under 40. 
Okay, cool. You do it without breaking his fingers, but he is uh, like his eyes. His eyes are filling up full of tears, and he's on. He but he's unable to speak. I'm gonna find a blanket or something to cover him up with. Okay, so once you get him all settled and situated in, he's. He's just grab. He's got a death grip on this blanket, and it's almost like a kid who's trying to hide from the boogeyman with the blanket. I will give Ruth the key for the room. I assume that they're going to stay in. Yeah. Well, the, and there's a door between both of those rooms. They so like, the, yeah. So you guys could go in, lock the doors, and have that door in the middle open. So you're just it's just two rooms with a door between them. It's an adjoining hotel rooms. Probably safest. Yeah, I'm going to lock our door, not, you know, the outdoor. And and out on the street, it's a little bit closer, but you hear more shouting and and tires squealing and and gunshots. And and you can tell maybe they're shooting back and forth against each other. I'm probably going to take residence on the two chairs. I'm probably going to move them close to each other. And then I will also, if I'm going to go to sleep, I'm going to have my pistol with me. Okay. I'm going to throw my bag on one of the twin beds and then jump into it. And then just crash, go go to sleep. So you're going into the other room. We're in the room with the king-size bed. Well, then I'm jumping into the king-size bed. There you go. Throw my bag on one side and I'm jumping onto it. Do any of you have any cash? (laughs) (laughs) Suggest <laughs> we don't talk to him anymore. How I'm much? gonna undo the handkerchief. How much? Whatever you've got. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go to the pawn shop. I need a weapon. I have none. Well, it's it's a little bit after ten right now. We still got a couple hours before you open. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm gonna steal your money now. So. At least she's honest. So, Aaron, you are laying down the king size bed to take a nap. Uh, Texas, you are lounging in these one of, in these chairs, and you are just kind of relaxing. Um, Ruth, you're trying to collect money, and Clara, what are you doing? I'll just go sit on. We're all in the same room right now, no. right? Oh. Well, technically, we are, but uh, the room that you guys are going to be in is the one with the twin beds and the smaller love seat. I'll go lay down in one of the twin beds. Okay. <laughs> So Ruth, Ben, you, Ruth, you're just what pacing, pacing the room, or? Uh, yeah, because I'm still feeling the withdrawals of the. Oh um, yeah. Shit. So. Then did you get rid of what the homeless guy gave you? When you guys got into Innsmouth, when he sl- he slipped you a note and a vial. Have, yeah. If, you if it okay. had been like drugs, she would have gotten rid of it. All right. Okay. So Ruth is pacing. The three of you, you've all you've all relaxed, and you start to nod off. Um, Clara, you nod off, and <laughs> while you're asleep and you're having vivid dreams, um, you wake up, and you wake up in your dream and you're handcuffed next to a corpse whose head has been bashed in. And the next thing you know, you are seeing someone you remember as Lindsay and he, he headbutts, headbutts an older man 
who's in front of him and that older man's head explodes and you look over and you're still handcuffed to this headless corpse and it is trying to hug you and it's all of these flashes of just violence and gore Texas in your sleep you dream that you're back in the long room with the conjoined and while you're in there they keep telling you they keep telling you things truths about yourself that you don't want to admit and while they're doing it the black sludge that's on the floor is creeping up on your body and Morgan you were Norman but now you're Morgan and in <laughs> in your in your dream state you see that it's people that you think you know you recognize their voices and it is all these other personalities and each one of them is ready to kill you and each one of them is just oozing out of their eyes and their ears and their mouths it's the black sludge from the conjoined room and you are all the three of you are asleep you're sound asleep and these dreams are just engulfing you. Ruth, you can hear Clara start to sob in her sleep. I'm going to go uh, try to wake her up. Okay. Like gently shaking her. Clara? Okay. Clara? Do I wake up? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I need you to make me a sanity roll. I got 55 under 75. Okay. So your sanity is safe. All right. You were having a bad dream. Are you okay? Yeah, I just keep dreaming about that. Being handcuffed to that headless man. Think of it this way. You were alive and he wasn't. I know. And it was... Nothing to be afraid of because horrifying. you were alive. Right? He was trying to hug me. It's just a dream, honey. It's just a dream. It's about midnight, so maybe we should get up so we can go to the pot shop. Okay. I'm gonna go wake the boys up, except for Finn. Oh, I thought you were okay. <laughs> except for Finn. <laughs> All right. All right. You tell me when you wake them up, because they're gonna make sanity rolls. I'm going to go to Texas first and wake him up gently, like, Texas, wake up. So as I'm waking up, too, I'm like, I know more than them. And that's going to be, uh, I think I failed my sanity anyways. Uh, yeah, uh, that is 83 out of 47. Oof. Let's go ahead and do uh, 1d6 sanity loss. Oh, four. <laughs> four. Yikes. Okay. I'm sure you do. Hey. College kids don't know much. Y yes. Um, hey, it's a, it's midnight, so are you ready to go? Uh, I think so. Are you okay? Were you having a bad dream, too? Clara was. I just remembering some things about myself. Truth. And that's a nightmare. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna go wake up 
Spaz. Hey, wake up. How much did you want me to lose? <laughs> it's a uh, 1d6. I am officially Baby. getting a new personality. All right. How many does that make? 10. <laughs> awesome. You look at the business card, Texas, and it gives you an address that simply says corner of South and Adams. Does anybody have a smoke? Oh, my goodness. I'm going to look at Texas. How many does he go through? I go through at least a pack a day. <laughs> I, I don't even know anymore. Smoke? Who are you? What's your name? Ah! Lynx! Lynx bronzing! So, Lynx, we're gonna go to a pawn shop. They got books? I don't know. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait, hold on a second. You got a string hanging off of your shirt. Oh, yeah! Pull it off. <laughs> For fuck's sake. Um, okay, here we go. Ah! You know what I call this one? Call this one the Eiffel Tower! Does he ever have any intelligent personalities? Very I'm smart! Very little, I believe. So, I'm gonna... go. Like, I'm gonna start walking out. I'm gonna make sure when everybody's out, I'm gonna make sure both the doors are locked to keep Finn safe. Got that smoke? Uh, maybe they'll have some at the pawn shop. So, when we leave, we need to take a left to our left from here, go two blocks, and then go south. Which direction is that? You do have your firearm with you, correct? Yes. Holy shit, we got guns? You don't get a gun. I'm the best shooter in the west! We're on the east, buddy. Well, then we're fucked! <laughs> so I'm all right. Go. All right, you guys going to the staircase. You start heading down again, second floor. A mess. Um, you get down to the bottom of the stairs to where the lobby should be, and you hear some some scuffling, some struggling. <laughs> so who is who is in front? Who is leading this? Pack of it's probably me because I have a firearm <laughs> and the map. Okay. And the, the map. Out. All right, you go down there and you kind of you look around into the lobby, and your host behind the front desk is standing there. Uh, in front of him is a woman, tall, elegant looking, wearing a white coat. Um, you just see the back of her, uh, the back of back of her head where there should be some beautiful blonde hair that's well kept is just a gaping hole oh fuck I'm not saying that I'm thinking that no no um and she you looks can see like she's, she needs a doctor I'm covering his mouth instantly <laughs> as soon as he starts talking okay if you all want to roll a listen check you can to see if you can hear their discussion nope 53 under 64 Okay, so, so Ruth is going to hear. 18 under 20. Clara is going to hear. 10 out of 47. And Lex Armstrong, the whatever, is going to hear. So she's standing there. 
both hands planted on the front counter and she's the you know she's saying to him I need all the information I asked for no no this this hotel is it's for locals only well my information was that you had some scragglers some strangers come in this evening no it's for a For locals only. I don't know what you're talking about. We don't deal with outsiders. She's getting furious. Her voice is raising. You know who I work for. You know the influence that we have here. Give me the information I want. And he's mustering up some some courage. We only deal with... With locals. I didn't see any strangers come here, and I'm the only one who works here. You can leave. You can tell your man. You can tell the rest of the bastards to not come in here because it's only for locals. We don't deal with strangers or outsiders. Well, she stands up, and she's giving a fake air of, "Ah, I can't believe you'd speak to me this way. Get out. And she kind of, she's rubbing her face. (sighs) I can't believe you'd speak to me this way after we spared you and your family. And with that, when she says that, he, (laughs) and he just spits in her face. And those of you that are looking see that her hand is in a fist and it flashes out and it goes completely through the back of his head. It goes into his mouth that is still open from spitting on her and it just goes through the back of his head. And she's got this up and his body goes limp and she's just holding it up and she reaches down and she grabs out a ledger book and she is just this dead man on her arm is no concern and she's using other hand to go through the ledger book and she puts her other arm on the on the counter and pulls back and just kind of pulls her arm out of his head and he hits the ground and he hits the ground behind the behind the front counter and there's just blood and and in blackness just pouring out of the back of what was his head and she's using both of her hands now and she's looking through the ledger book and there's no new entries and she turns around and she is pissed and she is starting to leave the lobby she makes it about about halfway through and she stops and she's sniffing the air but she's not leaving. She's not turning around. So you four are on the landing. The stairway either goes back up or you can go back. It You can try to sneak through the lobby. I think back up is probably the best option. Probably. Okay. Uh, do all four of you agree on that? Yes. See. All right. Uh, new personality, Aaron. Yeah, uh, when her fist goes through that gentleman's head, you need to roll to see which personality shifts to. Uh, 
that is enough to that is enough right there to make you switch personalities going back to Morgan okay and I still have my hand over your mouth like I'm gonna grab her hand and pull it down putting my finger back up to my lips I'm just going to walk up the stairs away from them. Okay. So the second floor landing, when you look down the hall, you can see some of these doors that have, there's not a lot of, the doors are just in on the floor and there are uh, canvas tarps hanging on the, over most of the doors on the right hand side. And those tarps are blowing in just with, just with the breeze. You can tell that they're shifting and blowing into the hallway. I'm going to point, like, I'm going to get Texas's attention. I'm going to take a peek. Okay, so you're going to go down the hallway and take a look at where that doorway was? Yeah. Okay. All right, so you go down, um, you move the this tarp out of the way, and it is just a sheer drop to the road. Well, to where the rest of the building should have been. It is the it's the interior of a building that has been gutted by fire. I'm gonna motion for Texas to come where I am. I'll make my way over there. I'm gonna whisper like as quietly as I can, but yet so he can hear. This could be our way out. We just need to find a way down. I believe I can smell one of you. You hear coming up the stairway. Oh, I believe I can smell longing, desire, something that needs to be punched into the vein. Ruth, is that you? Ruth, I can smell your addiction from here, darling. I've got your medicine. How sheer is this drop? I mean, I know you said sheer, but like... Well, it's, it's, it's the second floor, um... The building's been gutted by fire. So it's probably, I'd say, like a 15, 16 foot drop to the floor below. Is there, like, because we're on the second floor, so then it would be to the ground floor, would technically be what's below us, right? Yeah. Yep. Is there anything down there that looks like not cushioned exactly, but something that might be softer. I mean, there's probably like burned, you said it was burned, so burned wood or stone. Is there anything that looks like could be softer between them or like even maybe dirt? Are you, if you're looking, how about you roll a spot hidden? I got it. 59 out of 65. Oh, okay. So yeah, Texas, you notice just kind of up against this, a wall down on the first what would have been the first floor it's a pile it's like a pile of chairs um and a couch they've all they've all been burnt but they've all been pushed to the side um and it looks like they've been pushed up against a door directly below where you guys are at over and to the left from where you guys are at well if they want to i will help that person like kind of swing that way and then that way they can fall might be less of a drop since then i'm you're extending them like five feet or whatever out and then kind of yeah. swinging them. You're telling so, everyone about this? Oh, quietly. So okay. what I'm going to do are all three of you right there. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
I'm going to buy you guys some time. Go to the pawn shop. I'll meet you there. Hurry. You don't like that idea. I'm going down the stairs. What is with rebellious Ruby? Where's Finn? It's not Ruby. Whatever. He'll be safe. Okay. I'm going down to the lobby. Okay, you're going down the stairs. We'll get to you in a little bit. The three of you, Texas has offered to help lower some lower someone down to help swing them over to this pile of just burnt furniture. Yeah, I'll yeet, Clara. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeet. All right. Uh, I'm going to need you to do a strength check, Texas, and... Do you want um, me to help you? With strength of fucking 90, probably. All right. But Clara, I'm going to need you to do a survival check. Oh, my God. I made it. I helped him with a 77 out of 90. Okay, so you guys were able to swing her over. Um, So that's, you're going to get, let's say you get a 10% bonus on your survival check, Clara. I got 56. All right, Clara, they, uh, Texas and Morgan are holding onto your arms and they're swinging you. Um, and they let go and you are, you tumble and you hit this furniture and as you roll, just a rusted spring from one of these couches punctures your arm. And you're going to take, uh, you're going to take two points of damage. Texas, Morgan. What are you two doing? You watch you you watch Clara. Um, you guys throw her, and she hits, but she her feet get caught up and she rolls down. You hear her scream. Why don't you go help the lady? I'm gonna watch this one. No, I'll help him down. So your strength check? Yeah, it's an eighty-three out of ninety. All right, uh, you're gonna get a ten percent bonus to a survival check for you to land safely on this pile of furniture. Nope. Uh, 46 out of 30. 46. All right. You, you hit and you just, you tumble forward and, um, a shard of wood is going to come up right, right and right into your jacket and it's going to puncture the skin next to your ribs. Oof. (laughs) That's a three points of damage. So were you watching that Morgan? Yeah, mm-hmm. you see Texas. Uh, you, you see Texas, and you flung him, and he his feet catch catch like the edge of a burnout couch in front of him, and he bam flies forward, and he just kind of score his legs scorpion up behind him, and he rolls down, and you see that there's a a rip in his leather coat, and just a chunk of burnt wood sticking out of it. <sighs> and that one hurt. Behind you. Morgan, and behind you, you hear real faintly, <gasps> Ruth, I've missed you. And that's where we're ending it. Oh. Son of a bitch! It's a good thing we're doing another one. <laughs> Alright, guys. Check out the Discord links. Check out the merch links. We'll see you next time. Hey, guys. Thanks for tuning in to Call of Cthulhu Mythos Mysteries. I'm going to do my best to fill Ariel's shoes and make everybody happy and scared at the same time. Uh, In the meantime, check out the show notes. We got a link to our Discord, which is an awesome community full of awesome people. Very open. Very nice. Um, 
And we've also got links to our store so you can buy some merch for all the different shows that we record. Uh, Until then, we will see you next episode. Stay safe, stay healthy, and most of all, keep your sanity in check. I love you guys.